to episode number 88 of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. I am thrilled that you are here today joining me. And if you're a first time listener to the show, welcome. My name is Julia Husher and I'm the host of this show. And if you're a regular, well, then you know me and welcome back. Okay, so today is another solo episode. Can I just quickly say, how amazing is Farah? I just love that woman. So if you haven't listened to the episode, check out last week's episode. She's just friggin' unbelievable. I also wanted to quickly let you know that the online program, Don't Just Survive, Thrive, the e-course for single parents to get empowered, just kicked off on Monday, this Monday, this Monday passed on the 15th of April. And I have decided to reopen the doors just until Friday, 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That is Friday, the 19th of April. I don't know when I'll be running this course again. So if you feel that you might get some benefit out of it, then jump on in and get involved. It's an eight week, but I say eight week, but it's self-paced. I recommend doing it in eight weeks because there's four modules that you can run through each fortnight, focus on one module. There is also a bonus module, which is all about budgeting for single mums, which we need to be on top of. But the other modules all focus on getting empowered and really like getting our shit together, you know, as a single mum. And it's not so much practical, but just like how to get your shit together in terms of finding balance in your life, rediscovering yourself, finding goals, and working on your mindset because mindset is huge. And I really do think it is the just foundation of everything. If you have a great mindset, everything else flows and it's easy peasy. All right, let's get into this week's episode. It's another solo episode, as I said, and let's get straight into it. Okay, so I'm doing a little continuation of episode 86, which we started talking about finding your identity again as a single mom. And I wanted to do a little mini masterclass today on goals and goal setting. On the last episode, it was something that I touched on. We talked all about how to find your identity again as a single mom. And as part of that, I touched on goal setting. And that's what we are focusing on today. Okay, so this is really important if you're a new single mom. But it's also really important if you've been a single mom for a while, because let me tell you, sometimes when I start working one-on-one with doing the mentoring that with women, single moms that I do, and we talk about goals, some of them have never, ever set a goal, you know, and they say, it's just not something that I thought about. It's not something that I considered. It's not something that I asked myself, what did I want? So setting goals is a really great way to getting back to finding yourself if you do feel like you've lost your identity a little bit in your, from your last relationship. So it's a great way to get yourself back on track and feeling confident and good about yourself. And the thing about goals is that without goals, nothing changes. Okay, ladies, if you want change, you need goals. You can shape your life with goals, which I just think it's so powerful, you know, like it's just incredible that you can set this goal for yourself and put this plan into place and then you reach it and 
you know, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's so empowering and it's working out what you want and it's going out and getting it. So it doesn't get much better than that. You know, I think when you have kids, sometimes it does put your own dreams on the back burner. And sometimes it's not even knowing what those dreams are. It's not easy always for us to figure out what we want. And as I said, it's not something that we think about that often. When was the last time you thought about what you wanted to do, what you wanted to achieve? So for me, it was probably about two years after I became a single mom. And you know why it took me so long to even think about that? Because I was so focused on just getting through each day and doing what was right for my daughter and trying to provide a good life for her that I really, it just, I completely forgot about it. It did not occur to me at that time to do it. And then I thought, you know what? I need a goal. I need a project. I need something to work on, something to work towards. And you know what? If you do that, it's going to make you happier. And you know what else? It's actually going to make your child or your children happier because children feed off our energy. So if you're feeling really positive and inspired and uplifted, they're going to feed off that as well. So it's really time for you to think about what your goals are and what you want to achieve. So I really want you to sit down after this and have a really good think about it and start thinking about it now. Okay. So reaching a goal is a lot easier said than done. Now, the reason why people don't reach their goals a lot of the time is because they don't have a plan in place and they don't set a goal properly. So it's very important that you set your goal properly. And in my Don't Just Survive Thrive online program, I would teach you exactly how to set your goal properly because it's one of the most important steps. You know, if you set yourself a goal such as I want to get fit, It's not really good enough. It's not really a goal. So you need to really specify exactly what your goal is. What does that mean, getting fit? Once you've kind of determined your goal and you've really got clarity on what it is you want to achieve, the second most important thing to think about is why you want to achieve the goal. If you don't have a clear purpose, you are not going to have the motivation to carry it out. And I think this is the main reason why people don't achieve their goal along with not having a plan. If you don't have a strong enough why, you are not going to have enough motivation. Why would you want to do it? Now, let me use an example as the goal that I set back in 2015. I wanted to create a platform for single mothers to connect with each other, to feel motivated, to feel inspired, and to get information. I'd gotten really passionate about helping and supporting single mothers in my local area, and I wanted to help single moms not only in my area, but on a national scale and even a global scale. Massive shout out to all you overseas listeners, by the way. I love that, you know, technology is just so freaking amazing these days and we can access each other all over the world. Anyway, I didn't want any new single mothers feeling as alone and as lost as I had. And I wanted to make a difference in the world and I wanted to help people. And that was my why. And it was really something that I was so passionate about. You know, I was so passionate about it. So hence my little passion project hobby, if you like, was born because I was working at the time. I was working four days a week as a consultant and life was hectic. So 
After my daughter was in bed, I would work on Single Mother Survival Guide from about 9 to midnight, sometimes 1am, and I knew that it wasn't sustainable, so I didn't do it constantly, but I couldn't help myself. I was so passionate about creating this sort of platform. At that point, it was more about a blog and it was more about just providing resources and information for single mums. And I sort of toyed with the idea of creating a podcast and I wanted to write about things that could help other single mothers as well as share my own experiences. You know, as I said, I was obviously a single parent too, still am a full-time single parent, and there really is, wasn't that much time. So eventually, as I said, it wasn't sustainable. I was burning myself to the ground. I was leaving the house at 6.30 so I could drop my daughter off at daycare, go to the gym before work, then quickly rush, have a shower, park the car at the train station, you know, rush into work, work all day, back to daycare, get home as quickly as possible so I could actually spend some time with my daughter and have dinner with her together without her kind of falling asleep at the table. And then after I cleaned up everything and I got everything ready for the next day, I would settle down and get back into my passion project, Single Mother Survival Guide. And I did, over that sort of year between 2015 and 2016, I did a course on how the hell to set up a website because I had no idea. I did several courses on creating a podcast. I did a blogging MBA. I did so many things to get this sort of thing running. And at the same time, I just tried to implement it all. It was a little bit hectic. And, you know, it was a sort of difficult time in my life because I wasn't very happy at work. I wasn't enjoying my consulting work as much anymore. I didn't feel very challenged. I started to question where I could go and where I wanted to take my career The logistics of my life, I found a struggle at that time. I was really quite stressed out. I really felt like every day was a struggle and even getting to work was stressful. You know, my daughter at that time, she must have been about two, and she would throw tantrums. Sometimes she wouldn't get in the car, like flat out refuse. You know, when their bodies just go stiff as a rod and you can't bend them. And I remember on so many occasions, she just went through this phase where she just wouldn't get in the car seat. And I was there, you know, trying to bend her into the car seat. And in the end, she'd just be screaming. I'd be outside. I'd close the door of the car and I'd just scream, fuck, (laughs) like I'm not kidding. And then I'd collapse on the floor into tears because I was so stressed about getting to work or you know, missing appointments. We missed so many appointments during that phase because I just couldn't get her in the car. And then I'd call the doctor or the dentist or wherever we were supposed to be going. And I'd say, I'm so sorry, I have to reschedule. I started walking everywhere because I couldn't get her into the damn car. It was a nightmare. Anyway, I was late to work because I just couldn't get her in the car. So it was bloody stressful. And if my daughter was sick, I'd feel really guilty for working from home. And I found myself always being the last one in the office and the first to leave. Even though I was working in the official working hours, I felt a lot of pressure and I felt a huge amount of stress from not being like the rest of my colleagues who worked these, you know, really above and beyond hours. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty all the time. I was always the one you know, last one at daycare, first one to drop her off. It was just like, 
I felt guilty for not being there for my daughter and not being, I felt, a good enough mum. And I felt guilty for my shorter working hours compared to my colleagues. And I just thought, this is shit. I just, I feel just guilty no matter what I'm doing. And I thought there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And, you know, I'm a really big believer in the universe having our backs and the universe kind of putting things into place to help us on the path that we're supposed to go. And one day I went to Perth because my daughter was supposed to have her time there with him. And I was lucky enough to be able to work from Perth. So I didn't have to use up too much annual leave on these trips to essentially hang out in the same city as my ex so that my daughter could see him rather than actually taking a holiday with my daughter. So anyway, I was working from Perth. And then I remember we flew back to Sydney and On that day, we were in the taxi coming back home from the airport and I checked my email and there was this email from my boss, like the big boss at work, the owner of the company, the director, and he'd sent this email out saying that, you know, everyone in my department had quit and he'd had a really bad week and his, you know, daughter had broken her arm and there were all these things. It was an epic email, but he'd kind of only mentioned at the end that these people had quit but it was my whole team. And I was so shocked. I was like, what? And he hadn't just sent it to me, right? He'd sent it to the entire business. And I was, of course, like thinking, what the heck is going on here? And rang one of my colleagues and, you know, he said, yeah, we decided to quit. And, you know, it was kind of a little bit strange because I make it out like it sounded like a huge team. It wasn't. There were only four of us. But Two of them had decided to quit together and the third person was completely separate and randomly had decided to resign on the same day. So it was all chaos at work and basically I was the only one left in the team. So in the end, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I ended up being made redundant. So even though it was like freaking scary when I got made redundant and I have a blog post on that, if you have been made redundant, I will put it in the show notes. So it was very scary and it was a massive shock. But, you know, as I said, I really do think that the universe guides us on the path that we're meant to be. And it was a blessing because it forced me to look at my life and to re-examine my values and my goals and how I wanted to live life and my quality of life and what was important to me. And I thought to myself, this is my chance to really create any life that I want. This is my chance to create a life how I want to live it, you know, a life that where I'm in control of what I do and my working hours. And I thought life is way too short to feel stressed all the time and tired. So I thought, I'm not going to look for another job. I'm going to turn my passion project into my business. So that's what my goal shifted to at that point, And that's what I did. So I wanted to create a business in something that I was passionate about and something that enabled me to help others. And I wanted to be able to work for myself. I wanted to action my ideas. I really hated the whole nine to five thing. I really didn't like it. It didn't suit my lifestyle and especially as a single mother. I wanted to work the hours that suited me, not when the building happened to be open. And I wanted to work around being a mom. I wanted to be able to drop my daughter off, not as the first one every single day. And I wanted to be there for, you know, the Easter hat parades and the afternoon teas. And I wanted to be a mum first. And that was my why. Those were my whys. You know, something that I was passionate about. I wanted to do something that I was passionate about. I wanted to do something that enabled me to help others. 
I wanted to be able to work for myself and I wanted the flexibility and I wanted to be able to put my daughter first. Those were all really, really strong whys for me. My friends and my family are quite surprised with how far I've taken this business of Single Mother Survival Guide. And the thing is, it's because of my whys, okay? It has given me the drive. It has given me the motivation. Once you are clear on why, you are going to achieve your goal. Really, why? Why? You're going to be much more likely to reach that goal. There is absolutely nothing more powerful than motivation. And thinking constantly about your why That's what's going to motivate you. That is what is going to drive you. And that is what is going to get you up in the morning and back at it every single day. So no matter what it is, you know, whether it's losing five kilos or it's finding your husband or whatever it is, that's what's going to get you up. That's what's going to keep you going at it. If you don't have a strong enough why, you're just not going to be bothered, quite frankly. But the other part of it is having a plan in place. And that is very important because that's the difference between the people that reach their goals and the people that don't. If you don't have a plan, well, you don't know how to work it out. You're just kind of, you know, going with the flow. And whereas if you have a plan in place, you are much more likely to reach that goal. So if you really want some focused support in setting your goal, that is one of the modules in my Don't Just Survive Thrive e-course, which you can jump in until Friday, the 19th of April, 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, but one thing that I will say is that you need to schedule in the time each day to work on your goal. Okay, so don't be a thinker, be a doer. And the difference between people who reach their goals and people who don't is that the people who are doers, they don't just think about it. They set up a plan to actually carry out their goal and they carry it out. So it's that simple. You think about it and you do it. And there's much, much more I could tell you about this sort of thing because there is a process to setting up goals and it's hard and there's, it's very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming sometimes. One thing you can do is getting your goal and breaking it down. What are the steps you need to take to reach your goal? Write them down and work out your action plan. Think about all the steps. If you have a really big goal like buying a house or, you know, participating in a triathlon, if you've, you know, not haven't been exercising in two years or starting a business, it can be really overwhelming to think about it. So if you break your goal down into individual steps, you're going to be able to achieve your goal. In my case, I wanted to start this business helping single mothers, right? I wanted to create a community to inform them and support them and motivate them and inspire them. And I wanted to do this through a website with information and resources, writing a blog, developing a podcast, offering services to single mothers, you know, specifically the mentoring and the e-course. If I'd been a thinker, what I would have thought is, oh man, I don't know how to set up a website. I don't even know how to create a podcast. I'm not technical enough. How am I going to get the word out? What if people don't like it? How am I going to get the money to set this all up? It's great, you know, to think about this, Julia, but it's just too hard. You know, maybe think about something else or think about it in a few years time or just think about something that's easier. But instead, I focused on having a positive mindset. I worked out all the steps I needed to take to reach my bigger goal and I found solutions to all the problems that might stand in my way. I really don't accept the kind of mindset of it's not possible or I can't do it because I think that 
there is always a way. And those that have worked with me will know that, that there is always a solution. Everything is figure outable. So all I can say to you and recommend to you is figuring out your goal, figuring out any goal, because if you do have a goal and you can reach it, you're going to feel so happy and proud of yourself and you're doing something for you, not anyone else. And it's really going to help you on your path to empowerment. Okay. That's pretty much all I wanted to touch on for this episode. As I said, if you want to get really clear and specific help with your goals and your goal setting, as well as all the other modules in the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program for single mums to get empowered, then you have got until Friday, whenever you're listening, the 19th of April, to jump on in. And if you're listening to this episode months or years after (laughs) this release, then I don't know when it's coming out, but have a look at my website. For those that are listening now, I will put the link in the show notes. So jump on in, email me if you have any questions whatsoever. You can email me at julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com. I'll put that link in the show notes too. It's a little bit long. And you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at Single Mother Survival Guide. And again, I will put the links for those in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to answer any questions that you have. So please don't feel scared to reach out. And if you feel like you could really benefit from some one-on-one work, I do the one-on-one mentoring programs as well. So feel free to get in touch with me. You can even book in a 30-minute complimentary clarity call on my website and we can go over what you're struggling with and what your issues are and how I can help you. So just pop on over to www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. And while you're there, there's also a link to join the Single Mother Survival Guide Support Forum, which is a Facebook group for single mothers all over the world to connect with each other and support each other. So it's a great, positive, supportive group. So love to have you join if you would like to. I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to say today. So if you've liked the podcast, I'd love for you to rate it. It only takes five seconds, but it would mean so much to me because it helps new single mums find this podcast more easily, which is what I want. So I would love you to quickly do that if you can. All you have to do on an iPhone is go to your shows and find the Single Mother Survival Guide show. Subscribe if you haven't already. And then either way, down the bottom as you scroll down, there is a little thing with the stars. And then all you have to do is press on the stars. Just tap on the stars. It's very simple. So I would love a five stars if you've loved it. If you haven't loved it, I guess you're probably not still listening. But (laughs) anyway, if you have a bit of extra time, I'd also love it if you could write a review. It would mean so much to me. And I'm so grateful for everybody who has already left a review. Thank you so much for doing that. Okay. That's about it from me for now. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Hopefully I'll see you inside the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program and I'll be back next week with another exciting episode of the Single Mother Survive Guide podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Have a wonderful week and speak to you next week. Bye for now. Bye.